0: They can hear you dead. Go to USCCA.com to learn more about protecting yourself and your family. This is full service radio. AM 830. WCRN. Worcester Metro West. The following is a paid broadcast for It's the Liquor Talking. Any views or opinions expressed are not necessarily those of this station or its management. Broadcasting live from the Jim Bean Cold Storage Studio in the heart of Julio's Liquors, Route 9 in Westboro, it's The Liquor Talking with Ryan Maloney and spirits medium, Randall Bird.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to It's The Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830. I don't know, I'm getting a weird signal here, Randall. I don't know if we're going to be on Facebook Live today, but we definitely are on the radio.
2: Yep. So they well, censor us there too, Ryan. Just a matter of time. I'm gonna
1: try it one more time and see if we can get it, us on Facebook Live. But right now, we're just, just us, just us chickens here on the radio. So
2: well, that's not it. We're also joined by a live studio audience. And I know the one thing is I'm not looking
1: not really over the studio today. today. I don't know. We could really. I want. Uh, yeah.
2: Is today's drink of to the show? Because All we right, can we should be get started that. with that, right?
1: Yeah, it says I'm being live streamed, so I don't know if that's if that's true or not. We're gonna see if it is. It is true. It is. We are being live streamed. All right. Well, let me get. Let's record us on the. Um, well, on let the me cloud. start pouring. All right. You Here you go. Take that. All right.
0: Take so,
1: that. and you know, we, we, we,
0: we
2: start you. off the show with sure. drink the show. Whatever's in our coffee mug is nobody's. It wouldn't
1: be our show really. if it didn't have a confusing beginning and an end and a middle. Well, yeah, it's
2: But uh, we're pouring some old Potrero, yeah. which is a uh, uh, rye. We've had this uh, in the past, and it's been delicious. Is this the well new edition, or is this one that you're?
1: This is we we had this last week, and the reason why we're drinking it again today is because closer to the mic, Randall. Randall's going to get closer to the mic. He's all of a sudden now we now he's now we get a problem on the
2: interfering with my drinking.
1: So um, I'll give this to the studio audience. Uh, The barrel came in early, and so um, we had been offering this. um, We did this on the show last week, and we had tasted it out but um, I didn't expect the barrel for a while and we were offering like a a pre-arrival pricing. Now the barrel's here. So um, I'm gonna, even though it's here, I'm gonna offer this weekend. So what's this, what's today again? 20 something? Yeah. Um, Like whatever it is until Monday, I'm gonna online, uh, cousin Vinny will probably get that up on Facebook live now that we're on Facebook. And um, you you can buy it at the pre-arrival price. So I think we would try to we taste it again today since it was here, and then we would go from there.
2: How often does something wonderful come early?
1: Uh, well, it depends on who you ask. If it's yeah. if it's wonderful, if it comes early or not, but yes, I can see what you're what you're saying. It Typically is nice. There to are go, a lot of
2: delays, supply chain issues, logistics problems in our lives that tend to push stuff back. But now you have the opportunity to get
1: something. Early. This is this is this stuff is yeah, I love it's fantastic. this. Fantastic. You know, and, and it's one of those, it's one of those products. Um, this is an eight-year-old, as as you said, and it's cast strength. It's 130 proof, so yep. be careful. But, you know, Opetero was basically one of those things that sort of started this, you know, they were one of the first micro distilleries in the country. And doing rye, which was way off, you know, way out of left field to, to, yep. to start doing rye historically
2: uh, most people don't realize that really rye good. almost disappeared yeah, and was kind really of popular. revived by you know cocktail culture and mixologists trying to find some of the ingredients that they needed for some of their classic and hard to uh, to make cocktails at the time right and old Potrero was there filling a niche because they liked the taste and flavor of rye while the rest of the country kind of just yeah. kind of disappear.
1: 100% malted rye, which is another oddity in that um, yeah. it's that it's malted and stuff like that, but it's, it's got a great flavor. It's got that, like, I would say it's got that
2: fancy way of saying that the grain has been germinated, that they let the, seeds well, this is
1: a family show, Randall.
2: No. Right. But I'm just saying that like a lot of people think like they hear malt, they hear malted. <laughs> yes. Um, and they associate it maybe with like an ice cream shop or something like that. But basically talking about yes. a process in which you allow the grain to germinate. And then it begins another very intensely sounding process called secarification, which is the sweetening of the starch to a usable sugar for making alcohol. So malting is just a catchphrase. A little bit of malt, especially barley malt, will convert any other grain. But this is 100% malted. Barley. Rye. Uh, mar- rye excuse me. Rye, and yeah. uh, they're getting to the to that process that way, and it, as a result, it creates very different flavors. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Can I? I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, deviate for just a second because you, yeah. now you brought up one of my favorite things, which is a malted milkshake. That a lot of places, yeah. like people, people don't use that word malted milkshake because a lot of places don't make them that way. Have you have you ever had a malted milkshake, Randall? I
2: have. It's delicious. But uh, you know, I came from a little farther south from here. Yes, and the egg cream.
1: Oh yes, of yeah, well, So uh, I'm yeah. going to
2: have to say, you know,
1: well, you if you we came when you worked in future, Rhode Island, did, back. well, you worked in yeah, Rhode Did they call milk. it? Did they? Yeah, but did they coffee milk, and then did they call it a cabinet?
2: I've heard it called the cabinet. Yeah, a which is in an old folks' home. Uh, <laughs> Last night, you, uh,
1: you know, it's called a cabinet, and I go, "No, it's not." I no one, no one has ever called it a cabinet that's been under the age of ninety
2: right exactly so
1: that's like d-
2: well when want- i first came to boston a lot of people were saying hey you want a tonic and I'm like, well, do I have some so- hair loss i'm
1: It's really not used but, anymore
2: but it was an old timer soda and when you go to for example atlanta and they say hey you want a coke and they're talking about a
1: any flavor, what flavor or, coke
2: or, do you want? soda yeah and
1: what like, flavor do you want
2: so uh and
1: now coke yeah
2: I think has, has kind of fallen out it's an old-timey kind of thing it was associated with uh Soda fountain and a shot. The type of bacon. sugar
1: you use was the, basically the malt was almost like the sugar, and it made a very different flavor go on in the in the milkshake. You know that was really good. Now the only time we talk about about malt, we talk about malt alcohol, right? Yeah. Did you see? By the way, I'm going to point this out. Did right, you, here's, here's a seg. Yeah. Oops. Did you see that? You guys didn't see that coming, did you? No. So, anyways, so did you see last last week we reported on the fact that Fireball. There's a lawsuit going on, but there's fireball, because there's two different fireballs now. There's one that's sold where you can sell beer and wine and it's malt-based, which is a cheaper Uh, version. And then now now there's fireball that's, well, we'll we'll put it in quotes, whiskey-based, but it's spirit-based and distilled uh, base that buys in liquor stores, which is a little bit more expensive.
2: Well, to our intrepid listeners, you can have different types of licenses, right? Correct. So let's say you could go to... Explain a that one.
1: drink my moss and ride. Let's
2: say you could go to a supermarket or a gas station, buy a beer,
1: mm-hmm. right? Yeah.
2: They would not be able to sell necessarily a high-proof spirit like Fireball that you knew from two years ago. Right. So Sazerac, the parent company, released it so that they could get into both accounts and they put a lower alcohol version that was based off a of malt product so it falls into more of the beer so ferment, wine but so
1: category it's, but it's because it's not distilled it's fermented
2: right so they've gotten to the alcohol at a lower level by natural fermentation processes right as a result it's taxed there's nothing less, natural about this product and it's distributed Randall. to right. different set of outlets but there's a big difference in both the price and the alcohol strength, although there's not a big difference in the way the label looks is what you were well, saying.
1: There was, that was one of the, the bones of contention in the lawsuit is that the label looks so similar that you cannot really tell these two different products apart. And and they're sort of getting it, they're making it look too much like right. I, I want so to say, I'm going to say it's confusing to the consumer, but I'm going to say it, but the the higher quality product because I, I'm sorry, but distillation is a is is a refinement and is a higher quality product than yeah. than a fermentation fermentation of of like dextrose or whatever they're using uh uh for the base of them of the malt based liquor that they're just making alcohol but they're not refining it or distilling it. Right. So it is a different it's a different product basically
2: it'll taste different it'll be priced different it'll look the same but yeah. i think that you're probably annoyed that you're going to have to deal with people coming in going like why can i get this down the yeah
1: I said like well if you'd like at 12 dollars
2: right. instead of the 18 at the
1: well it, it's it's true because it, it is going to create i do think that the way they've done this and i and i and i've uh i've i've made my criticism known the first time if you remember me talking about this i came back from abl which is the alcoholic uh, beverage licensees. It's a national sort of meeting, which I'm on the convention. And we started talking about the um, malt-based products now mimicking spirits-based products to sell in beer and wine stores rather than a full spirit or full liquor store. I
2: do remember you dragged out the soapbox. Yeah, did you remember? Yeah. Very lengthy.
1: So now that this lawsuit... I we I said we well, had to bring light to it last week. We talked and, about it on the radio. Guys. Yeah, and well, of course, my phone listens to me. Now all I get is like Channel Five is doing it, Channel This is doing it. Uh, the Boston Globe has an article on it, and everybody's blowing up. And and now now there's like you know what I what I think most companies would want is to quietly put this thing out and let people buy it and make money and making it look like a similar product has been sort of daylighted that there are actually two separate products out there. And I still have to find, I have to contact one of my, uh, a friend in uh, like Chicago, I think I can get some, I can get this. I, we don't have it here in Massachusetts right. yet. So I'd like to see if I can get a, a bottle and we'll do a. would ta- like to do a taste test on but
2: fireball, it. the regular whiskey based one that everyone knows from a few years ago is so pervasive and popular on a national scale that it's just a matter of time.
1: Oh, it's a matter Even of time. Like this,
2: pick up a road bump that you have it, with lawsuits or people doing less negative campaigns. It's, it's no, it's it's right, right.
1: Yeah. I don't think they're going to go, oh, well, well, they found us out boys. Let's let's to it the up. Conference, and, to, come uh, to conference and Let's head back to the Hills. There's no money to be made here. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to, you know, it's going to, you're going to permeate it because now you could do fireball at like you could do fireball at like the ballpark or a sport, a sporting event or a concert yeah. or anything like that. You know, so um, the lines are blurring, and I don't, well, you know, I, mean, I don't really care if they blur. I just want people to know that they're two separate products.
2: Well, here's my here's my question. It always seems to be, you know, I, I talk about this with some of the brands that I represent. I'm not really interested in transparency in in the whiskeys or the brands. You're not. I'm interested in educational. So up front, you should know exactly what you're right. looking at instead of. You're trying to search for some nine point font on the back of the bottle or looking on the website to try and figure out what What you're drinking. You should know, just like you sign up for a class, what the class is about, and what you're getting. That's why I say educational versus transparent. But why wouldn't you just put out a completely different color label and different looking bottle? Right.
1: Because it's not the goal.
2: Right. But but. People are still going to buy it. In you fact, you are going to buy two bottles, in my opinion, so that you can compare the two of them. We're still
0: going to buy it. I,
1: just, I, most people are I, I not, not analytical it, like you are. That, you know, they're, 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 price, they're price-driven.
0: price right, Here the, comes the music. All man. right, got to okay, take
1: well, a break. Let's so, we'll cool down Ted's. here.
0: A little cool hey. down period. Hey. Up the greens, break. Breathe. I'm getting my knees to my chest right
1: now. All right, get us out of here. We're going
2: to continue with the... Radio podcast after
1: these recipes. Yeah, sounds good. Still, Did you? All right.
0: all right. All right. All
1: right. You're out. All right. So we're we're still on. biddy says we're getting. Sorry slight... for sneaking up on you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. He says we're getting an echo, so hopefully that's going to go away. Could be the hollows. Could be, could be the space between my ears. But anyway, so we're on. Uh, we're on. We're on breakdown. Ryan, Look. you're much louder today. I am. Than R- Randall. Then Randall. All right. I'm adjusting my microphone. Hopefully that helps a little bit. Does that help? Is that help? Am I too that low now? Helps, ground. Thank you. Is that, Am I okay now? You're all. All right. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, Ted. Ground. All right, Ted's making sure we stay uh, grounded
2: yeah good luck with that
1: yeah hey um listen i was i was grabbing some stuff for today's show and in the refrigerator because we like like when we get stuff like they put stuff in and and sometimes it gets messed messed up and stuff like that and i have some stuff for us to so there's some today.
2: disorganized stuff yeah, you found so, something in the fridge is what yeah I so
1: i found something so i figured during the break oh, we boy. would do this one this is called um and I don't know where <laughs> I have no oh, idea. Man. That's what yeah, the segment it, is called. It, yeah, the segment is called Look What Hey, <laughs> look what I found. Um, and I found this one in there, and it's called Link Drink, Enjoy Life, Classic Transfusion. And here's what really got me, because it had vodka in it. Okay, you know, that there's your alcohol delivery system, right? Ginger ale. And what really intrigued me about this is the last ingredient is grape juice. <laughs> And so I said, well, how good can this be? Well, wow, it's got grape juice in it. It's got, so uh, it's vodka with natural ginger ale flavor, grape juice, fruit, and vegetable juice for color. The transfusion cocktail is a golf club classic you know and love. I'm okay. not a big golfer. Is anybody big golfer out there? All right, so they're not getting this, but okay. Now in a ready-to-drink can, take it anywhere on the course, bench, boat, barbecue, family, and friends. So this seems to me like okay. So I'm familiar. I'm not a big golfer, right? But I know an Arnold Palmer is is half half lemonade, half iced tea. Right. That's sort of a big one. It's not named after Arnold Palmer, the famous golfer. And then if you want one with alcohol in it, you order a John Daly. Yeah. Who's a big drinker? And that would have al- It would be an Arnold Palmer with alcohol, basically, right?
2: And if you're a fan of Twin Peaks, you order a Laura Palmer.
1: <laughs> please don't go there. Because
2: that's lemonade, but she was a little bit mixed up with Coke. No, no one please.
1: minute. Oh, and you have Coca Cola. Yeah. Right. All right. That's what I'm going with. So this one, I would I'm not. I'm familiar with vodka, ginger ale, and grape juice. So I figured we would try this. How how bad could it be? Oh, famous last words. Well, it's red.
2: Well, the famous first words were, "Look what I found," <laughs> which is always not a good.
1: I, I didn't see. Hold on. Um, seven percent alcohol. I'll Give this to the studio audience so that they can try it all right we got a little right. time and then i'm also going to do i also have the uh larceny uh question of the show which we're going to get to all
2: right it has all a very right. grape note on the nose
1: yeah but it's got ginger ale okay, in it too. here we go all right we're coming grape. back oh that's not good at all
2: <laughs> if you like to taste of plastic you'll enjoy this I, I'm
1: not, right this is not it might
2: because the grape combines with whatever the other flavors is and it actually changes it to almost like all right your, guys.
1: The all right. We're going to talk, we'll we'll, we'll recap this when we come oh. back because I get some mixed reviews.
0: Grove Ben broadcasting from a large cold room, live from the Jim Bean Cold Storage Studio in the heart of Julio's Liquor's Route Nine of Westboro. It's the Liquor Talking with Ryan Maloney and Spirits Medium Randall Bird
1: hey everybody and welcome back to it's the liquor talking right here on wcrn am eight thirty. and you can follow us on facebook go to julio's liquor's facebook page and uh you can see this as a facebook live
2: you can actually see what you just missed
1: yeah you can if you're listening
2: on the radio there's a couple segments that we'll kind of
1: we just keep going yeah like we don't stop like we're on the radio but we continue the show so many people do but um we do stuff during during the break so you can follow us on there and then this actually becomes a podcast you can get wherever you get your podcast cousin Vinny downloads it into the podcast realm or wherever you can get us on spotify or or whatever you can you can you can watch it there so um during the break i will we'll just we're gonna round this one up i i found a can of um alcohol in the refrigerator upstairs here at julio's i don't know where it came from it's called look what i found Links, drinks enjoy life it's a classic transfusion vodka ginger ale and grape juice, seven percent alcohol. I opened the can. We all tried it. What do you think?
2: I think it's so classic. I've never heard of a transfusion as a golf drink. And uh, I, I, me, no like you.
1: I don't. You know what? Like, I don't get it. Maybe I'm missing something. You guys, did you guys like it? I get a lot of no's. Okay. Frank will drink anything. He says good. <laughs> Yeah. Like it He's got alcohol in it. Good. Yeah, it's just right it felt, like, right. yeah. he's just yeah, he's just like oh, he's a little, like he's he's teetering over there. Um, But I don't know. I, I, I mean, for me, I, it, I don't know. It doesn't really do anything for me. I'd rather have a cranberry cocktail with some vodka in it. I'm trying to put my kind of taste
2: bud analysis on a childhood candy that was maybe it was a grape. It's not Um, wax bottle or it's like um. Oh, sort of like the You know the 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 Yeah, I know you like where the So they in, I mean,
1: plas- they were in uh they were in uh wax. Yes. And you would bite off the top and then you would drink the liquid inside but it would be that chewy plasticky thing.
2: Yes, and that's like that waxy kind wow. of it's grape with wax is, is what I think I'm getting through.
1: <laughs> ring endorsement.
2: Yeah, so it so, sounds start. appealing to you. Yeah, so get it, it out and get
1: Uh, you know. If chewing crayons sounds appealing to you, then this may be the drink for
2: you. If you're a kid that ate paste growing up.
1: (laughs) Shh, be quiet. I'm here. I'm having paste. Um, Okay, so let's do the larceny question of the show. All right. You ready? Yes. All right. Here's your larceny question of the show. If anybody's following us on Facebook, and I think there were some people out there, they can can put their answer in. Uh, So, the larceny question of the show this week is, James Bond ordered and drank all of the following except this right. one drink I'm so during trouble. the I'm James bond, already yeah so i know you're a movie buff so james bond is and, and movies has ordered all of these drinks except for one and so here it is a vodka a vodka martini shaken not stirred b a black velvet c an americano or d a pink squirrel so James Bond has ordered all this, these drinks except for one. So you know he's ordered three of these drinks in the movies. Okay.
2: Yeah, first one, easy elimination. And I'm going to have to say okay. the pink squirrel seems like it could be something tropical, but the black velvet, I don't know where that's going to come in. And the Americano I love an international yeah, it's good kind drink. of cocktail. Yeah, so it is. Black velvet is my answer, but I
1: black velvet. Randall's going with B, black know. velvet. So the 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 things are again a vodka, vodka martini shaken not stirred, a black velvet, an americano, or a pink squirrel. Randall says it's an Ameri- it's a it's a black velvet B, uh, audience C. Randall says it's an Americano, B it's a C. Uh, uh, what somebody's saying americano? I don't think I have, Do I have anybody? Pink here?
2: squirrel, americano, and black velvet are all on the table. Everyone agrees who said d? vodka martine.
1: no one oh no, john, no, did. john did john said d okay that's got to be the answer because i cannot see james bond going Hold on, can i have a pink squirrel no pink squirrel all the movie moviegoers associate 007 with a specially prepared martini the license to kill lady uh, kill a drink many things between the pages and the sheets of ian fleming's novel bond has been known to drink a black Bell, which is champagne and guinness because it's Sean Connery, especially. I think that's who ordered that one. And Casino Royale, he sips a mixed drink of Campari, sweet vermouth, and soda, which is an Americano. Americano. Um, and the only one that he has not drunk is a pink squirrel. Which is what? I have. Well, does it say here? It yeah,
2: like they always describe ad nauseum what it is. But my yeah, only is that he might get yeah. served at like one of these. He's always in like a tropical location. Right. Right. Yeah. That some like who was the, the guy
1: that that sang the song uh uh put the lime in the coconut he was one of the villains in one of the things remember that guy he, so okay. you might that might be a pink squirrel I have no idea right but he did not James Bond at one point. So he, he, isn't, he, there, drink,
2: now, isn't there a, a a um black velvet whiskey
1: a black uh, there is a black velvet whiskey but a black velvet oh is so I confuse so I
2: I confused it because I couldn't imagine it's it Canadian, drinking that Canadian that whiskey. whiskey yeah um but. As a mixed drink, yes. Maybe um, uh,
1: cousin Vinny has chimed in. A pink squirrel is a frozen drink. Let me say, he's cousin Vinny chimed in. Yeah, so. John, pink squirrel is a frozen ice cream drink made with uh, vanilla ice cream, Claire cream de coco, and cream de noir. Yeah, yes, please. Yeah, I know Randall. That, oh, yeah. man, that sounds great for Randall. He's like, yes. Well, oh, of course. And that it, sounds like great for Vinny because yeah, Vinny loves right. early Miss drinks. Also, yeah, yeah, he loves that. He loves that stuff. So, um, well, there's your answer. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about this, my story about the squirrel? And so I had like a bunch of squirrels in my yard, right? And uh, I, so I would take them and I would do uh, a friendly capture and I would drive them. Um, and release type of and release. And I would take them and I'm like the, the, the population of the squirrels in my backyard is not going down.
2: You're exporting these squirrels. How far are you taking them?
1: Um, I took about five miles.
2: Okay. And you thought that the way they were looking at you,
1: they that there was familiar. a
2: thing squirrel. There wasn't other ones moving into the, into the now vacant
1: yeah. territory. So here's what I did. And you can yell at me that I did something wrong or whatever. But what I did is I, and when I captured one of the squirrels, I spray painted non-toxic spray paint. I spray painted the tail orange and then I let it out into the wild. I took it like five, five miles, miles away. Right. Okay. So like, all right. So now I'm like, okay, if the squirrel comes back, I'm going to see the orange square, her, tail. square t- tail and I'll be all set. Right. So I don't see the squirrel back. <laughs> so I my, my father comes to me. Now this is completely out of the thing. He goes with random, his not a the story. Yeah. So he goes out with his buddies. He's retired. So he, they okay. go out and they have breakfast and they'll have breakfast wherever they had it. And they had it at the, um, OTC, which was used to be in Milbury, it's not there anymore, they, they it's gone miles from your house, my, miles from my house. Uh, and he said, I saw the funniest thing the other day. We're all sitting eating breakfast, and across the common, like across the thing, I see this squirrel, it's got an orange tail. And I go, That's my squirrel, yeah. And I said, He's closer because there's no way he should have been there. You I took, took him farther, farther away than yeah. that. I go. He's on his way back. This yeah. son of a bitch is on his way back. Never so, made it back, though. Never made it back, though. I, I, that's all I last I heard of the orange squirrel, t- uh, uh, tail squirrel. But you so, he was
2: stalking members of your family, though. <laughs> yeah, father, yeah,
1: of all the people in the world to see this, right? Is my father.
2: So, and just mention it randomly in a, co- a conversation.
1: Yeah, because I would have been so about that. He had seen it. I don't want that's you. my squirrel. He goes, What are you talking about? And I told him the story. He goes, Are you serious? And I'm like. Yeah, I'm yeah. serious. I wanted to know if they were coming back in my yard.
2: I'm just going to point out that if I saw an orange-tailed squirrel and I was in a company, I would be like, people think I'm crazy already. I don't not, really need to. That isn't even like noteworthy.
1: I'm right? not going to mention that right, to because anybody.
2: Because, you know, I'm just going to be the subject of ridicule.
1: That, yeah. Other than normally subject to well, ridicule. Yeah, right, 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 why am, am I going to end it to it, right? So, all right. Well, there you go. The, so wow. James Bond has never ordered a pink squirrel. And Cousin Vinny actually told me the uh, James Bond. But now your father
0: Harry Wilson was
1: skin. the lime and the coconut guy. Yeah. That was a lime and the coconut. That was the thing. So so I'm like, yeah, so my father got tied into my weird. Orange tail squirrel, <laughs> squirrel story trafficking story. story? Yeah, oh, yeah okay. I don't know how that's going to go. The authorities will be coming to get me anytime now that I've told that story. All right. So um, we should probably drink some more. Yeah, that exactly. yeah, we'll always help, right? All right. So the next thing I'm going to pour for you today, this is a project um, that we did with Mad River. So Mad oh. River, so you know, we things
2: in craft distillery out of Vermont,
1: out of Vermont. And we've done like we've done barrels with them. We actually did a maple syrup bourbon barrel with them It was yeah. called Al's Pancake Syrup. And we've done stuff. And they said, well, you know, we like to keep doing like barrel offerings. And I said, well, why don't we do instead of me buying a barrel? Why don't we do something where like everybody else can sort of share in this thing. Why oh, do So a, your
2: store doesn't get the all,
1: all of it, the barrel. Right. Okay. We do like a Massachusetts barrel. Right. And so like different independent retailers in Massachusetts could get this barrel. But so we'd each only have like whatever, five or six cases or whatever it would be. So that sounds great. Very like, democratic. Isn't it? I think so. Did Listen. you
2: work with these other retailers or they just came up with the project and then.
1: Well, I said, she said, well, what would you want to do? And I said, because they had done like, I don't know if you remember, that was the, the silver oak oh, yeah. one that they'd done. And there was a, a wine barrel finish. And I said, well, what else you got? What else you got going on that might be similar? So uh, they, it, I tried some um, barrels of Revolution rye, which has got that, that really good chocolate sort of flavor to it. And they did it in a Jordan Cabernet wine barrel. And then we waited for it to sort of be done and it was really nice. And then we said, okay. And then we just offered it to a um, couple stores in, in, around the state. So here's who has this. Um, Julio's Liquors, Cambridge Spirits, Needham Fine Wines, and Four Seasons Wine and, and, and Liquors out in, out in Hadley. Those yeah. So there's uh, four different stores that have this. This is called the Cast Strength Special Barrel One. Selection. I'll give this to the studio on so they can try. We're going to, I'm going to go to break. We might talk about this during it, but try it and see what you think. I have. What do you think?
2: Uh, it's pretty tasty. Now, if you had not, if you had mm. not told me the barrel. Yeah. My inclination is this almost has been like some coffee notes to it.
1: It does. Doesn't it? Yeah. I think you're absolutely right, Randall,
2: but now I'm seeing like the kind of a wine barrel influence and how it's kind of transcended some of those flavors.
1: If you add, what's the ABV on that, John? If,
0: 30 seconds.
1: 55. So if you add a little bit of water to that, watch that flavor change. And it's it's really cool. Um, I was actually really surprised with this. It's a really good, and we're, we're you know it's 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 ride January, so we're we're chasing more rides. So this Revolution ride that they do at Mad River is fantastic. You should get that, but all right, all right, we going to take a break.
2: We're going to go into the lab on this commercial break. So please stay tuned to it's the liquor talking and find out what comes out on the other side. We'll return back with our radio broadcast.
1: That didn't sound good. Yeah. This ride's good. out. Yeah. All right, what do you think of the rye? Guys, what do you think? Yeah, I mean it's I like the I like the Cabernet wine barrel and at you notice it goes through like a little stage. It has that sort of that coffee flavor yep. that you were talking about Randall. And then it goes into like a red wine influence and yep. then you get almost like that sherry note that like um that mushroomy yep. that mushroomy note at the end. But now add a little water to that and it really like explodes. I think this is really cool. And what's this great is about the lab that I was talking about. We're yeah. going to experiment here. And I think that like what I liked about this is that, again, I would like to see like them do like these as like a sort of a series where like four or five guys take like, f- like, like four or five cases of these things. And, and that way, the consumer can always have like these different sort of flavors that are, that come out. This is like fifty five dollars, so it's not it's not it's not crazy price point, One minute, guys. What's that? Well, so it doesn't
2: The way that I would also kind of piggyback on what you're saying is, this has got some very interesting flavor, and they're going to people that like it. But for you to hold the entire barrel of this, and hope that right. everybody likes it as much as you know those initial right. people like it is tricky but seconds. being able to taste it through a bunch of different stores and having something a little different that they can right. kind of exclusive.
1: I, I think it's a really good way to go and all get right. like variety out there for people to try different things without having to hold inventory on something that you're not you're not your customer base isn't going to go for a complete barrel of this I don't all know. right i think okay that here we coming go back. We come back you're not your customer all base right go for a complete barrel he told me we we're coming back. He told me to shut up. So, uh, we go. <laughs> you can tell them to put a cork in it, but they'll tell
0: you it's the liquor talking. With Ryan Maloney and Spirits Medium Randall Bird, live in the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studio at Julio's Liquors, Route Nine in Westboro.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking, right here on WCRN AM Eight Thirty, and uh. During the break, uh, you can actually watch us on Facebook Live, Julio's Liquor's Facebook Live page. And you can also pick it up as a podcast on um, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Look for It's the Liquor Talking. Uh, during the break, we were trying the Mad River Revolution uh, Rye uh, Special Edition Massachusetts. um sort a special edition that was aged in Jordan Cabernet Wine Barrels. That's available at five uh, retailers across the state. Um $55 everybody saw I really liked it you add water to it Randall what'd you think
2: yeah we played with it a little bit over the break and uh it, it just unleashed more flavor mm. a little bit more subtlety that that big bold taste that you got on the initial neat version gets kind of like broken down almost to some complex layers so I,
1: I was I'm trying to get some of the I'm trying to get in, in Mad River is always one of those people they're they're very experimental and they're very forward thinking I'm trying to get like other people, you know, a lot of people do single barrels and stuff like that, but I'm trying to get more places to look at doing single barrels for like a a, a limited geographical location and spreading them out so more people get to try them. And that way no one has a lot of inventory, but consumers get a wide variety. These aren't going to be nationally released type right. stuff. But it's also not limited to one location so that everybody gets a benefit. The the retail of the consumer and the distillery I'll get the added benefit of sort of like having a very niche uh, product, but spread out in such a way that it can the sell through the drink through is great. And then you can try something else new again. And some of these things will catch on and like, you know, then they might become a regular you item.
2: Go back after the experimental phase. People have voted.
1: Yeah, you can do you can decided look at it a that they way, like so. this,
2: and this could be a production run. I like it, yeah. But what but I think and, most and people don't understand is it would have to be not just a geographical area, but probably by state, right? Because the distribution laws won't allow right. you to have. Right. You know, half of the barrel here and half of it in New York State, for example. You'd it would be more difficult,
1: right, in, especially for a small producer like, like right. you know, that, that it would be, we'd be talking about doing this stuff. But Mad River is one of those great, if you haven't had stuff from Mad River, you really owe it to yourself. They make some great yeah. rums and. Um, in
2: good and, weather, if you're up in that area, oh, yeah, it's a fantastic by. distillery and trip. Very knowledgeable and really kind of a cool, small operation that's that's just pumping out some great product.
1: They have a thing, a Rum 44, too, by the way. It's a Demerara rum. rum. Yeah, that's rum. fantastic. It's fantastic. It's inexpensive. It's a white rum. When we start getting into the warmer months or even if, if not, if you're looking for a what they make that rum is really good. Yes. They just told me yesterday they're going to finally listen. They're going to six packs. So instead of twelve packs, they go into six. Packs oh, the case, the case okay. lot, which oh, makes it easier. I think to...
2: people are thinking cans. Yeah, like but, beer they're,
1: or right, but they're whatever. But it's a really good rum. So if you're looking for something like that, uh, well, keep yeah, that, get we get can that in your prediction, hands,
2: prediction a couple of weeks back ago that rum was going to pop this year, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think that really where you're going to find it is in high quality, good tasting rums at a good value point, because people are um, looking for a good alcohol. That they can make different drinks with but are tired of you know the, the run of vodkas out there and a demerara rum definitely has a different flavor profile but it's starting from kind of the same point where it's like a, a kind of a clean palette that you can then put all the flavors that you want to make your cocktails or drinks with as well so they're
1: going out with their demerara rum at like like just slightly higher than like you know the, the major brands yeah. at, and but i'm saying slightly higher so super super affordable to do well, you're talking you' talking
2: about cents or a dollar not like yeah yeah you no know, and, but the it.
1: the pricing of it and the quality is way oh, yeah. better A so, night and day difference
2: once you taste them side by side there's no contest even if it's a few dollars higher it's still going to be a, a better purchase in my opinion
1: so um I just recently went to uh Florida and on my way back I stopped in Baltimore to our good friends at Sagamore yeah and we have a couple projects going on with Sagamore um, that we've been doing uh, with um, well with Binney's in Chicago is yep. one of them. That's a U.S. Mail product, U.S. M.A. Massachusetts and I.L. Illinois U.S. Mail, and we've um, we have a couple barrels up there right now. And I didn't know how I wanted to do this, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to pour you both barrels up there right now and what we did is we took some of the maple barrels that we we did and i forget what the origin uh barrels were i think they were i think they were stuff from buffalo trays okay okay and then we we, you
2: have three little bottles in front of you it looks like a
1: flask don't 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 pay attention don't it's only two don't pay attention to that one yet all right so i'm going to give you
2: nothing to see here
1: nothing to see here so i'm going to give you this is uh maple 1a this is a 1a barrel Okay, and so the origin barrel was a bourbon barrel? It, these are both bourbon barrels. I will and then that. it
2: had a uh, maple, syrup, maple in. syrup in it. That was yep. emptied, and yep. then they put their product in
1: It's 1B.
2: Okay, I'm going to get
1: Yeah, so. don't confuse those. I know it's only two. Two and identical I have a problem, glasses but, but, with the same color seriously. liquid
2: in it. Yeah. What could go wrong?
1: <laughs> and I'm going to make, I'm, I'm giving you that one, and I'm going to screw this up because that's what I do. And I'm gonna mix, I'm gonna mix these up, so that we have them. Oh, so, so that I, I really can screw everything up, up. I'm gonna mix these up at about at, at approximately fifty-fifty. So, I think. Well, why, why don't you do half and half? Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. One to one. One to one. Yeah. Right. So if I do that, and then I do this. You can't see this on the radio, but i I have my my chemistry set out here.
2: Again, theater of the mind, people. Yes.
1: And I mix We're that about up
2: very visual things. In yeah, the on the radio, recording. which
1: is perfect. It's, it's it's actually it's worked well so you're for You a years. small
2: graduated cylinder, filled it so that you could get the correct proportions.
1: Yeah, and then I'm going to give this very tiny bit <laughs> that I've just mixed up to the, to the studio John audience. And John just drank it all. So so I don't have samples. So the mix. yeah, but you could. Oh, I, you I was mix here. Some, here you go. Nope, these are these are half, a, and half About half an yeah. I think you would just do it. All right. I can't do everything up here, Randall.
2: Well, no, (laughs) I was waiting. I thought by the time these animals that are in the audience get through that, there's no left. left,
1: So I will tell you that Maple Barrel 1A is 107.5, Maple Barrel 1B is 108.6. They were put, they were barreled. um, So what what they did is um, they mixed up a batch of Sagamore rye which is made up of two mash bills. Yep. So they did that first, and then they put that that blend into one barrel and did the same thing and put it into the other barrel. So do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, I know exactly what you're saying.
2: I'm already, I'm getting a little bit of a headache because the permutations of what you're talking about are pretty elaborate, but basically they put it in their product into two maple syrup barrels. barrels that and each barrel, of course, is going to give a slightly different right. flavor. We tasted those separately. They were both good. And now we combine them to see how they taste together. Most of these studio audiences only had the combined.
1: Yeah, I'm only going to give them the combined because I'm not, I, in other words, I didn't want to money. I wanted you to, to yeah. get that, but I wanted to say because this is what we're going to end up doing with it. It's gonna what's great about working with the people at at um at Sagamore is they'll mix these 50-50. Because we went through a couple permutations while I was there. at the You 30. tried
2: different proportions, and Correct. you landed on 50-50. And
1: 50-50 worked the best. And it and just, it just happens to be. to
2: be easy to do so, and, here.
1: Well, and we'll see. Like, if one of the barrels is off, they'll actually mix it 50-50. It's not just dumping the barrels. Right. You know, if I had said 60-40, they would have done that.
2: They'll too. take the volume of it what it was, right. and then they'll make sure that they're matching so it. So this is
1: easy. a new product that's going to be coming out. It's not out yet. You're getting a sneak peek. And it's a maple, uh, maple-finished uh, Sagamore rye. Yep. And this is what it, this is an approximation of what it's going to taste like because it's still an ongoing project. But I figured it would be great for our audience to taste. It. And I once you didn't get to go with me to Baltimore this time, so I figured I would bring it back for you to try. These, by the way, made it back on my carry-on. Don't ask me how. I don't want to tell you how I got these on, Randall. You know the story. I know the story. You know the story. <laughs>
2: it's not called the Lock and Keister Society, for me. Yeah.
1: No, it's not. But anyway, so uh, try the try the try the whiskey mixed together and see what you guys think.
2: Yeah. Now, this is, this is a classic illustration, if you could show this to people who are buying the product, of what Synergy is when you have two separate good-tasting products, Yeah. but the complexity that you get from just combining two equal parts of something, it, it really is, um, you know, geometrically multiplied. It's not just, like, the sum of the two parts. There's right. additional things going sometimes on. Sometimes
1: that works, and sometimes it doesn't. And
2: it doesn't. And it doesn't always happen at 50-50. But no. that's like one of the easiest field tests you can kind of do right. when we're at distilleries or wherever. We'll sometimes just we take did it at two a different and one eyeball too, right. it and see. But you so, sat down at Sagamore with probably a, a real graduated cylinder yeah, and, we went and through. then went through different variations right. and tried to adjust it. And you landed on 50-50.
1: Here's the, here's the funny part is 1B is the better of the two that you just probably tasted it when you tasted it. 1B is the better of the two barrels. But combined, they're better than 1B or 1A.
2: Right. Yeah. So it's it's, it's like one of the great and profound art and mystery questions of whiskey. And one that I've struggled with since the 90s is that the perception that, like, for example, a single malt from Scotland is the highest form of the way that you can get flavor. Right. And it's really a consistent way that you can get flavor because you can replicate a lot of the process. But blending is right almost like you cannot easily describe and predict what's going to happen when you combine different flavors. I mean, like not at the level that I'm at. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there, these master nosers and blenders that have been in the industry forever. But what you do is when you start to experiment and put them together, you start to see how profoundly it can change. And you're getting out of territory where you say, well, this has got a big note. Like I like coffee. I like peat. I like whatever that big singular note is to now getting layers or unfolding flavors that are, that are kind of peeling back and revealing something else that's completely different. That can only happen when you have multiple products in a blend. And I considered the art of blending uh, to put it in just kind of a a phrase as much, much more complex and artistic than the uh, mechanics of making a production run single barrel, single malt.
1: Well single you know it, but people always say it, like, single, single, sing, single barrel is and we we talked about this before a single barrel is a very particular single, thing people
0: always say it,
1: like, it's that something is so it is so good on its own you really don't want to like screw around with it it's it's right, it's, it's, minute, it's, it's very singular in the single barrel but it's 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 one of those type of things it's like it's 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 it's, it's not the rule it's almost the exception because the the, the rule is, you're better off putting a bunch of stuff together and right. making something better than what you'd get single out of a yeah, single Yeah, most
2: maple. people don't believe that. They, no, they you are watering down the process right. by mixing multiple things.
1: 30 and, seconds.
2: Uh, because it's a lot harder to understand. Well, what do you guys think of this?
1: Get, I think you can taste the maple, but it's not overwhelming. It really goes really well with the, rye, the spiciness of the rye. I, I think this is going to be a really, I think people are going to look for this. one. What yeah. do you think?
2: I'm going I like to take it. a break and mull over it. All right. Well, we're you're
1: right. Break. you're listening.
2: It. To it's the liquor talking. We're going to take a commercial break. We're going to come through on the other side, but we're continuing with more live on the Facebook live feed. If you sure. want to see what this looks like and uh, yeah, stay tuned. All right. I thought I we some- were right up on the break, but we might not.
1: Oh, there we go. Julio's <laughs> liquor
0: has
1: a break from none other than Mario. Right. Lopez, in Mexico. All right. We're on break. I think yes. So, anyways, um. Yes, you are. Okay, thanks, thanks, Ted. What do you guys? What did you guys think of that? Yeah, I think it's really good, right? anyways, I think I think it's a good breakfast drink. Uh, can't drink all day unless you start in the morning. So, I brought another. I was able, um, I was able to squeeze in a extra sample for us to try from Sagamore. From Sagamore, okay. Um, which is a another project that we're working on. Um, with with binny's and and Brett is probably going to kill me because I grabbed a sample of this to bring back and I'm talking about it. but um, we we did a uh, a cognac finished uh, rye whiskey from Sagamore and it's sitting in a cognac barrel. Um, and this is this 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 project was initiated by Binny's So sometimes I initiate the project, sometimes Benny initiates the project, so it depends. So it's me or Brett' we'll, we'll find something and say, hey, I want to do this, Are you in? Yeah, of course, because it sounds really cool. Or right. let's let's see where it goes. And um, so this is the this is a uh, Sagamore that's sitting in a cognac barrel right now. now so you've should...
2: had variations of this theme, although they're going to taste different. Yeah, years ago you did this kind of experiment.
1: Right? No, no, no. We we definitely have. Guys, want to try this one? This is at one hundred and sixteen point nine.
2: Yeah. So slightly larger French uh, oak cognac barrel. Brought into the states and then they filled it with. There, with regular kind of with the
1: with, yeah, so of sagamore expression. rye,
2: yep. And now, this is in the process of being finished, or this is done deal.
1: Well, okay, so it's in the process of being finished. So we're but, seeing
2: it not I, in its final.
1: Well, iteration. here's the thing. When I tried this, I go, "I this is my exact quote." Has Brett tried this lately? And they're like, "Well, yeah, he tried." It. I go, "Like lately?" And they go, "No." I said, "Please send him a sample right now." Because yeah. I think that this is, I think that this is done. Yeah. I, I would, I think you should bottle this up. Now that we say now it's not like, Oh, we missed the window. It was,
2: you have a few weeks,
1: Yeah, at least a few weeks, but, but I think now is sort of like where I think it should be. See so, what you think.
2: Yeah. I tasted it. It's, it's delicious. I like it. It does remind me of the older, I'm having like a little bit of a sense memory of the older one that, that you had done with them.
1: We did the, um, it wasn't identical, we, did the but, yeah. we did the Ryman yak, Yeah. which was in an Armagnac barrel. But,
2: well, no, but you also had that cognac barrel.
1: Yeah, we did have a cognac the, barrel.
2: Pri- the prior one, the prior one there. But I, I think that what a lot of the listeners don't understand is that you can also roll the dice a little bit. Like you really like it now, but it doesn't mean that the next version that it's One transcending minute. into or evolving into. Oh, yeah. No, it's wrong. Is it going to be like even more interesting and complex? Right. But there's nothing wrong with this right now Let's to put it be followed. It,
1: it has been in there for over a year. Yeah. At this point. So we're when, when now, what we're doing now is I think you've gotten the Ammoniak part of the, well, the cognac part of it is sort of added to it.
2: Right. It's extracted the flavors from the wood.
1: And now you're talking about additional aging. So you're going to get some different flavor profiles in it because it's sitting in a barrel.
2: Right. And because it's still still touching that wood, it's going to continue to evolve evolve. and kind of do more subtle changes because you've got the big full rush of the the flavor that's been pulled from the barrel.
1: All right. I like it. You guys get to try that. So I hope you liked it. Did you guys like it? Yeah. So All right. So we're coming back. Did you say we're coming back? Ted? You're hearing things. I think I'm pretty sure he said we're coming back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They cannot offend you
0: because they know not what they say. Live from the Jim Beam Cold Storage Studio in the heart of Julio's Liquors Route 9 in Westboro, it's the Liquor Talking with your hosts, Ryan Maloney and spirits medium, Randall
1: Byrne. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Liquor Talking right here on WCRN AM 830. And uh, during the break, we tr- we get to try, if you want to see that, you should go to our Facebook live feed or our, our podcast after and listen to what we talked uh, talked about during the break. We tried another um, new product that's not out yet. Um, and so um, that is all I'm going to leave at that. this The Sagamore that we tried with the maple barrel finish mixed together at 50 50 everybody in agreement that's pretty dang good i think that's ready to be well, going everybody else seemed to like that and uh you know we earlier than the show we talked about you know the lawsuit that we had uh the lawsuit about fireball and the fireball, fireball. producing two different, and if different
2: products, labels being yeah. distributed in two separate areas is it confusing to the consumer is it misleading
1: well i so what i'm going to do now randall is okay is I'm going to let you I'm going to give you something to drink. All right. All right. And then we're going to start because if you remember, I gave you several choices to make when I I talked about that lawsuit. And I'm going to give you. Now you have to listen to the other lawsuit. And what you're drinking right now is copper and cast. It's Florida, man, a five-year-old, 60.9% ABV uh, bourbon, 70% corn, 21% rye and 9% malted barley mash bill. I'll leave that to our studio audience because it's time for the lawsuit of the week, and the one you passed on, Randall, was the Florida one. You didn't want to do the Florida one, so
2: well, we got so into the uh, the the fireball. Yes, I know. So make it sound like I'm like, yeah, I know. You you know, meeting out what we're going to talk about, but we ran out of time. So we ran out of time. I don't know. We talk
1: a lot. We do. That's the show. It's yeah. the liquor talking, right? All right. So, what do we well, first of all, what do you think you're drinking your bourbon? I am. I'm going to take that. It's Florida, man.
2: I like this and I liked it when we uh, kind of had the sample.
1: Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Frisky Whiskey, John Hendricks, just did a review of It's Florida, man. Um, uh, how did he put that up on the Julio's? I hoping page? it's favorable. Y'all, he likes this one. Okay. Um, but uh, I, I, it's really good. Um, but he just did a review on it. So hopefully, Cousin Vinny will get that up on this uh, on on the uh, Facebook, uh, the Facebook page, Julio's Liquor's Facebook page. So we have that up there. But so this is not a Florida man story. This is a Florida woman story. OK, because, you know, we give equal time here and they can each each any, any sex can be just as ridiculous <laughs> as the others. Yes. So uh, a Florida woman sues Velveeta claiming its macaroni uh, takes longer than Three and a half minutes. Suze Velveeta. You understand? The well, yeah. So, oh, <laughs> this lady accuses Kraft Heinz of misleading advertising, saying it's Velveeta microwavable mac and cheese takes longer to prepare than the three and a half minutes on the label. So, um, while the company markets its uh, Velveeta shells and cheese as being ready in three and a half minute, minutes, Amanda Marinara says it's only the amount of of time, each cup needs to be microwaved and that the actual preparation process from stirring in water and letting the cheese sauce thicken. I mean, you should be stopping right there. The stirring in the water and letting the cheese sauce thicken <laughs> takes longer. She does not specify how much. So yeah,
2: I don't know what to
1: say. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you're day it's so tightly scheduled. <laughs> yes, that your three and a half minutes doesn't allow you to eat the eat the craft microwavable Man,
1: gotta, cheese. You gotta keep going in it. You,
2: you, <laughs> you got other problems. The
1: fifteen pages, fifteen pages, uh, class action lawsuit filed uh, alleges that the parent company Kraft sells more of the product at a higher price than it wouldn't if it misled consumers about to the to pasta's prep time. So what they're saying is so people are
2: only buying this product because it's three and a half minutes
1: do you remember remember? there's something about mary and when you get into the car and the guy tells him about the seven minute abs
2: and he's like no no
1: i could get it done in five minutes and it just becomes this ridiculous scene i i almost think we're going down this rabbit hole as a result of false and misleading representation the product is sold at a premium price Approximately no less than ten ninety nine for eight 3.39-ounce cups. First of all, they should be shot for that. 3.39-ounce. I mean, come on, let's go for three ounces. Uh, excluding tax and sales higher than similar products, represented a non-misleading way, and higher than it would be sold for the the misleading representation and omissions. She's basically saying that the only reason somebody would buy this product is three at a pre, at a premium price is because it can be done in three and a half minutes. And while it takes that long time to put into a microwave and cook, that the stirring in of the water to make the sauce, it's just so bad to make the sauce creamy. It's Florida, man. Well,
2: she may be onto something.
1: I knew Randall was not take right, it because uh, this is my point here, right? That, by the way, she's she's seeking more than five million dollars. Well, of course, that's,
2: you got it. Your time is valuable. Time yeah, well, is money, right? Yeah.
0: Jeez.
2: But you know, like my kind. Well, time is, is obviously. I was at a, front it's three,
0: and a three and a half minutes for lunch,
2: and now she can't eat. Yeah. She could She could She die. has five
1: minutes for lunch in the three and a half minutes. Obviously, We're that's prepared. what she was putting on it because she only had five minutes for lunch. The three and a half minutes with preparing was so she could take the other time to finish eating. Yeah, I don't. know. Yeah, yeah. right.
2: At no. some point, so I'm annoyed yeah. now because you know I went to my local pharmacy and says, "Oh, we're getting rid of uh, our our cashiers, right?" And so you have to learn to do self checkout, and then you, <laughs> you have to be trained four times longer at self checkout, right. right? Yeah, and. I, I, end up having to get help, which is now one person across four, five checkout stations. Right. Yeah. The, and they're running back and forth. So it actually takes me longer for them <laughs> not to pay. Because it unskilled living, right. Exactly. <laughs> to it. So I, I, I can, I can, but like, you know, for, is this the foul? If you're buying how many, eight So I, Mac and cheese is in a $10 pack or whatever it is.
1: Yeah. There's like a bunch of them in a pack.
2: So your $1.50 is resulting in $5 million in losses for what?
1: Well, here's the best part. is it I I think because so Kraft now has the audacity after they've totally ruined this woman's lunch five minutes by so saying that. by the way, illegal to have a five-minute five lunch. Minutes. Well, she's, you know, I only have five minutes for lunch. You know, that's, you know, I'm not saying she's well, he's saying, not, saying that. That's not what it's her work is not providing. <laughs> she <laughs> has, right. She's decided, right. Here's the best part of this, though. <laughs> that's... In the instructions, it tells you not only did, was that that prep time that she has to put the water to thicken the, the right. cheese stuff up, no. and I'm not making fun of anybody by the way. I'm not making fun of anybody that eats macaroni and cheese or that has, it has well, this in their diet. I'm not making fun of any of that. I'm making fun of how like how like the three and a half minutes is where she's hanging her hat. This is like the well, false no, advertisement. Wait a minute, but here's it in the instructions note note. Will thicken upon sit, standing. So even if she does all the other stuff and eats it right away, she's not getting the best product she could possibly have because really are supposed to let it thicken even further, which is adding time to her precious.
2: Yeah, I don't know what, what lunch. So lunch. buy prepared mac and cheese at the deli counter, right? Well, and is then it, heat it in under a minute, and, well, but but it's more expensive. Well, that's so. Like, I mean, that's this is old issue. I don't don't understand how people are wronged in a lot of these oral lawsuits. I'll even go back to our Fireball lawsuit. Right? You went to a gas station, you bought Fireball, you paid half the price, (laughs) and now you're mad because you didn't get the full, the full like like what did you think was going to happen at a gas station with half the price of the product? Right? Like, I don't I don't understand like why you haven't figured out that. If you're buying a convenience-based do-it-yourself food, there's going to be a trade-off.
1: You know what I'm not disappointed with, Randall? Copper and cask. Yeah. It's Florida, man. It's Florida, man. Urban, which didn't take me practically, I will say practically no time to open the bottle and to pour it.
2: I was going to say that we're educationally based. So when you look at the label, you can see all this information about what it is, where it came from, how long it's been aged. But we do not have instructions for how long it's going to take to consume this product or to pour it (laughs) so now i feel like i have to go
0: back
1: we have to say consumption
2: well perhaps i need to to, to make some ice prepare the ice minute day in advance and then put it into the glass like
1: i will tell you this bourbon this bourbon was actually produced in um indiana at mgp yes was distilled there but this particular bourbon was aged in florida right. for the 5 years and that's the sort of the oddity of this uh, of this bourbon is right. that it's 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 got almost a more um, extraction from the wood in a shorter period of time i think to baking in the florida sun well, and not and we've standing on things additional 36.
2: barrels yeah and the color is extremely dark for the same aging and uh, the proofs are higher which means that the higher humidity of the florida climate is extracting the water now the thing is just aging stuff at a different rate yeah i would say better worse buy something decide for yourself but i i'm really digging a lot I mean, of the flavors of
1: stop stop spending your money on mac and cheese and buy yeah. bourbon yeah. there you go that's my uh that's my uh a rule for the day randall uh yeah. we have to get out of here though we're done
2: well i'm sad that our time has been finished but there's more time in the future that we might be together that's true. on it's the liquor talking thank you for listening lending us your ears And playing along with us as we drink on the air.
1: Thanks, everybody. Great job, guys. Talk to you next week. Thanks, Ted. We'll see you later. All right, Ted's gone. I'm going to stop this recording. And yes, I'm going to take us on Facebook Live. Bye, everybody on Facebook.